Welcome in, everybody. This is Unscripted. My name is Timothy Lindsay. Aaron McLaughlin is with me, and we've Hello. got the Mark Avery from Two Notice. Uh, as we talked about when we got this show started, we want to talk about people that have moved um, out of what they were doing into what they love doing and uh, poured their passion into uh, their skill set and what they want to be doing with the rest of their life and have found profitability through it which got clunky along the way, as I understand Mark will explain for us. Uh, and now you have arrived at the point where uh, this is not your part-time job. It's not your side hustle. You're not brewing beer in your garage anymore. Uh, now you're at, uh, people are just like, it looks like he's got big soup pots behind him. He, he's a cafeteria lady. But anyway, so yeah, Mark. It's his if, passion. If you could explain to us and just bring everybody up to speed, um, you know, get us from, as I remember it, a humble kid from Lynn, right? <laughs> all, all the way to uh, the location of your brewery and now and just sort of give us, the, give us the cliff notes and then we can dive deeper with some questions for you. But welcome and thank you for joining us. How much time do we have? Good. <laughs> uh, like two minutes. Go. <laughs> no, I, thank you for having me. Um, appreciate it. It's been great. It's good to hook up with you again, Timmy. Great to see you. And nice to meet you. Nice Aaron. to meet you. Um, yeah, so humble beginnings. Wow. So yeah, born and raised in Lynn, North Shore. Uh, played music forever. Um, I would say that I'm the black sheep of my family, just because I've always done things a little differently. Um, and uh, can you yeah, say guess... more about that? Yeah. So so pull some of the meat off that bone. The, the, the <laughs> running the running joke is like. Uh, Mark and I know each other from uh, the same past life that Nate and I know each other from radio across the street here in Portsmouth. Radio. And his nickname at the station was Mark the Narc because everybody in his family carries a gun and a badge. And yeah. he, nice. Uh, he was listening to Metallica playing the <laughs> Yes. So talk about that. Yeah. So I had, yeah, I grew up, uh, and not like my parents were great. I didn't grow up in like a strict house or anything like that. Very blue, just straight blue collar. Like mm -hmm. my, my mom worked two jobs forever. Uh, my dad was, like you said, a police officer, you know, worked tons of hours uh, in, in a really rough city of Lynn. Mm -hmm. uh, Vietnam vet, you know, he's, he's the quintessential tough guy. Um, so I grew up around very, hardworking parents uh and then i have two older brothers who are twin brothers to each other but are seven years older than mm. me and i'm you know yeah they i'm seven years after them not a mistake you got, right you got your dad. you got your ass kicked <laughs> <laughs> yeah needless to say like yeah there's a lot of times my brothers will turn to me and be like you're welcome I'm like what they're like you're welcome for us kicking the shit out of you your whole life because that's why you're <laughs> Cause that's why you're tough now. I'm like, oh, yes. we, yeah. we did this yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's why he has, why he has two dislocated shoulders. He was a human stretch Armstrong. Yeah. Like two, like stitches in my head twice when I was a kid, like mm. they kicked the crap out of me literally. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, they, they, they were, I mean, I'm not going to say that they were angels, but yeah, they, they went through their things, but they, uh, they all, they all stayed in, in the area of Lynn. And I was always like, I don't know. I always wanted to not live there my whole life. Mm -hmm. I appreciate Lynn, and I'm I'm honestly glad I grew up there. I'm actually getting Lynn Mass knuckle up. On my I knuckle love up. all of that. Yeah, because <clears throat> I do. I appreciate it. But it'll uh, be your first tattoo. Oh no, you've got more. Okay, yeah. Couple. 
yeah. couple, two, three. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, they, and they always knew it. My brothers actually always pushed me to do different stuff, mm -hmm. whether it be go to school for radio, um, you know, anything, play music, all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I kind of was always different because they don't do any of that stuff. They never, they never played music. They never did any of that stuff. So mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I went to school for radio and they kind of always pushed me to do stuff not like what they were doing. I can respect what they do because they're awesome people and they're great right. dads and right. hardworking, just like my parents, you know? So, um, yeah, I was just telling a story about this. Like somebody was like, they, I, they were talking about what degrees they have. And I was like, oh, I have, I have a degree in radio. <laughs> I didn't even here, know that was a thing. Here I am in my brewery. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I went good to work out of you. Yeah, I went to school for radio, um, and and I use it all the time, you know, yeah. like for this, for instance. But it's just so funny that you know you end up where you end up eventually in life. It's just mm -hmm. like I don't know, it's it's crazy, but I don't know. I uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, we're we're uh, we're 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 you're playing in a band. You're getting into yeah. radio, and I just I don't know. I always like never really wanted to just do the normal thing. Mm -hmm. It just kind of was always my thing. I don't know where it really stemmed from, whether it was my brothers or my parents or I don't know. But anyway, so I, I just kind of, I don't know, I kind of always kind of did my own thing, went to school for radio and uh, ended up working up in, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And that was fun. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I learned we, had, we had to sign paperwork that we'd always only ever say it was a great time. It was great. <laughs> yeah. He so has a non like a, just what? in case Bob Pittman from Clear Channel is listening. It was yeah. Great. It, it was, was yeah. great. It was great. Yeah. No, honestly, like I, I'm. I always say like I don't. I don't ever regret what my path because because sure. here, sure. here I am. You know, doing mm -hmm. what I love. You know, so it's all everything. I think is just a learning experience, but. uh yeah, well, that's our phone ringing. There it is. Somebody's calling on a pizza. Like, do you have cans? Do you have cans of beer? <laughs> yeah, we have cans of beer. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's been a wild ride. And I've just, uh, I was thinking, I was reflecting on this at, at when I knew that I was going to be on this. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just wild to think, uh, I don't know. And I don't know if everybody goes through this, but depending on what, how your life pans out but mm. i've never i've never like i didn't think i'd be here if you were to if you were to ask me 10 years ago you know right. what do you think you'd be doing i'm like i don't know we're gonna crappy desk job and right paying a mortgage or something i don't know you know yeah. which i do now but i don't know it's just, it's just <laughs> the mortgage part you got right yeah you get the mortgage done. Yeah. thank god for my wife but anyway yes yes uh, we'll get the, we'll get to her yeah, she's yes. a whole other story. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just wild to think that um, wh where you start and where you end up, you don't really know until you just kind of go along that journey um, yeah. and figure things out on the fly. I mean, that's really all I did. And then it was just, I just so happened to find this thing. I was always into beer. Beer was really cool. And in fact, like, honestly, when I was working up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, mm -hmm. uh, back, I don't know, this is probably... 13, 14 years ago, mm. 
like micro breweries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody yeah. was doing it in their bathroom, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but like up where we lay, like in Portsmouth, there was a Portsmouth brewery, there was a uh, Smuggy yeah. Nose, like those guys sure. were, you know, so it was cool to be living up there when those things were kind of new. Uh, yeah. And it kind of opened my eyes to this whole different uh, beer thing. And, and I just thought it was cool that these guys were starting these these new breweries and the beer were different. Oh, God. The lights just went out. They turned, did amazing. you pay the mortgage at the brewery? He's going to get up and flail his arms. That's amazing. <laughs> or the electric bill, I guess. Yeah. I hate these goddamn sensors. Yeah, the sensor <laughs> lights. I, yeah, they're freaking you're, sa- you're saving the environment. You're lowering your carbon God, footprint. And we appreciate it. that. Just walked in. Yeah, they don't laugh. It's best when I'm like kegging a beer like. 10 feet down and it goes off and I can't see anything. It's great. That's a, we yeah, now know like every 10 minutes we've got, we've got four more every lights out and the show's yeah. over. Can we set a buzzer every 10 minutes? So I can go walk in front of that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I just like, I thought it was cool. The whole brewing industry and, and mm. my, my bug for it kind of bit me when I was living up in New Hampshire. Sure. And, and, uh, it, it sounds stupid, but I watched a show on the history channel about the history of beer and I just thought it was so fascinating. I thought it was yeah. the coolest thing ever. And, uh, you know, a few years later, I ended up moving back up to, you know, eastern part of the state of Massachusetts. Of back. I moved back in with my parents, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, so back anyway, to Lynn. Back to Lynn. Lynn, Lynn, baby. Uh, and by that time, like some breweries started opening. And, mm. and I couldn't really homebrew then because it was a city. You know, there's not a lot of room. Yeah. And, uh, and then I met my wife. And then... She knew I really wanted to get into home brewing, and uh, one Christmas she bought me my first homebrew kit, and then kind of the rest is history. It was I started brewing on my back deck, and uh, like four years later is when the brewery opened. So where where's Murphy from? She's from Western Mass, so she's okay. From, that's how you end up down where you are. What town are yep. you guys located in your 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 company? Uh, so we're in West Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay, uh, which is home of the Big E which is yes. not going on this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever need a cheeseburger wrapped in a donut dipped in chocolate? Hell, hell yeah, bro. So yeah, we're like, we have a kitchen at the Sounds brewery. Like that a we're, stomach ache. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> we have a kitchen here that uh, like, so right now is when the biggie would be going on. So sure. we're starting to like, uh, he's the kitchen starting to put out like specials that are like crazy. Like Fried we have, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have a fried Oreo, and graham cracker s'more yes. special right now as you should yeah because we just released this graham no cracker trip. porter so that's a graham cracker porter okay yeah so that's brand new this week so that's why we uh we're kind of doing that but yeah so we're in west springfield massachusetts uh which reminds me a lot of lynn it's like a very blue collar like mm. city everybody knows everybody but it's a really large city it's weird yeah. um yeah just kind of like townies, which is really cool. Uh, and a lot of them are like regulars here in yep. the tap room, which is awesome. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> my wife is from out this way and we uh, we met in Boston. She was taking photographs of a band before my band. Oh. And then uh, I got up and I was Oh, so, you were the headliner. I was so handsome, she couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> so she started taking pictures of you. Yeah. Yep. Start being creepy and uh no if she'll tell you the story it's it's a hilarious story how we first met but she uh (laughs) she (laughs) she took she 
she took pictures of the band before us. We went on, played, and then I was actually guitar teching for a band called Taproot. Of course you and, were. Yep. Yeah. I was, it makes that, sense. It all makes sense. I celebrate yeah. their entire catalog. Yeah. <laughs> we played poem 400 times at WHEB. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was guitar teching for them because at that point in my life, I was like working like a crappy job. And I'm like, I'm just going to go like tour with a bit. Like I'll be a guitar tech for somebody and go tour because I have nothing holding me down. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she, and she was, I met, I met her that night and she came up and introduced herself and she said, Hey, nice set. And I was like, wicked nervous. Yeah. Like, She's gorgeous. I was like, Oh my God. Just and you were wondering stuff. if you had a lug cut shirt on, you're like, Oh, Oh, you mean the music? Yeah. 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 Well, it's so funny. Cause I'm like guitar attacking and my drummer walks up. She's like, Hey man, that girl over there's like been staring at you. And I'm like, I know. I feel like, did I spit on her face? Or I'm like in the, <laughs> you're in the set. Did Oops. I like, did I like kick a bottle into her face? I'm yeah. just, I don't know what's going on. And then she walked over. She's like, hey, great set. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I'll sign you, baby. Like, yeah, you got all confused. Yeah. Yeah, she was just like. I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, yeah. the power oh. of a girl. And she loves, she loves telling that story, but it's absolutely <laughs> true. And Because uh, I was like, oh, my God, this girl's gorgeous. But, yep. and, yeah, so needless to say, we sat there and talked during the taproot set, and I screwed up the whole, like, guitar for one the guitar player i got fired that night <laughs> yes Aww. i was just gonna say Excellent. yes perfect good for it you it was like the best worst best worst night of my life because I've, yeah. I've literally never been fired from a job except that <laughs> and i'm like totally cool with it i'm like yeah that yeah jumped, if you run that with a new math anyway. mark Seems i feel reasonable. like you win yeah i won i yeah. won that yeah. one so yeah. yeah needless yeah so we met and we were uh we were engaged after six months she was pregnant with our with our son yeah. nine months, and then we got married like uh, when he was like a year and a half. So, yeah. and I I always see it written, and I only and I and you always put Kai. Is it is it Kylan or Keelan? Kylan, yeah, you said Kylan. it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay, which is a traditional Gaelic name, a traditional Irish Gaelic name for little warrior. That's yeah. what it well, means. and your wife's nickname is Murph, first name Murphy. So yeah, Megan Murphy. Yeah, not Irish at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, yeah, she goes by, she goes by Murph Avery online though. So I always, yeah. Think of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Megan Murphy. She hates yeah. her. Well, she I'm, hates, I'm the only person who calls her Meg. She's like, Ugh. everybody calls yeah. her Murph. Murph. I'm like, yeah. the only Murph I knew was a bad dude I played football with. <laughs> so I can't call you Murph. It's weird. You're calling me the wrong name. I mean, I used to like <laughs> tackling him, but not as much as you. So yeah. Yep. Touché. So <laughs> now, so now you, you, you get down there and you're working the, the day job is what at that point? Because that's so we, what two so, weeks notice is born out of, right? Right. So, yeah, we were living in Quincy for a while. We, we Like I said, my wife was around here. We had an op she had an opportunity to come out here and, and work for her mother's company in Springfield. And uh, so when we first moved out here, I was just a stay-at-home dad because my son was six months old. So I was just at home uh doing that and then once my wife was settled we were settled she's like all right now you can start looking for a job uh and we put kylan into daycare anyway so uh yeah so we moved out here and uh like that was i think in august of i want to say 2000 2012 maybe okay and uh yeah so i so i got this day job at a company called pioneer tool company uh which was like a industrial tooling company yep. like i sold like actually when i started i worked in the warehouse 
because um, I just took like an entry level. I'm like, ah, I'll just pick whatever. Right. So I did an entry level, just warehouse filling orders, doing all that. And then eventually I went into inside sales. Uh, and then we moved, we were in actually the original office was in West Springfield where we are now. And then we moved to Agawam, which is like the next town over yep. into like this nice fancy office and like an industrial park. Um, and then, and at that point I was already like homebrewing. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, this, you know, I, the background of the homebrewing was I was homebrewing at home on my deck and, uh, I was like, man, these beers are starting to turn out pretty good. There was a lot of breweries popping up. I'm like, I think we can start with breweries. This is going to be awesome. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And my wife, yeah, my wife was like, listen, yeah that's awesome that you're very passionate about this like i've only seen you passionate about music otherwise like um if you really want to do this like you gotta understand this is gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life i'm like yeah no, i got it you know and i'm like it was it was absolutely sounds like the hard. wedding vows all over again yeah yeah, yeah you know what I mean? so <laughs> prepare yourself <laughs> i was already like working towards like i knew i wanted to open up a brewery and mm. then i'm at work one day one morning and they're like, hey, everybody come into the front lobby. I'm like, oh, this is cool. What's happening? It's like Monday morning. Dunder, like, Dunder Mifflin, Monday morning. Yeah, we sold the company. I'm like, what? Like, every, like, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Like, nothing's going to change. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm like, okay. And that was like, that, like, yeah, we got, so we got bought out by a company. You're like, I worked at Clear Channel. Everything changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, a this, sign. Like, everybody's a like, sign. no, I think they're right. I think I don't think anything's gonna change. I'm like, guys, get ready. <laughs> Have your some cake. Insurance. It's gonna be fine. Your health insurance is gonna change. Everything's gonna suck. <laughs> just to be honest. With you. <laughs> just prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Just get ready. They're all like optimistic. I'm like, no. But uh, yeah. So we got bought out by this company called Blackhawk Industrial. And uh, that was like the moment where I was like, okay, now I really need to step this into high gear. Yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of it. I was, you know, I'm working in a cube all day. It's, it was a good job. Like I don't, I, I look back on it because a lot of people I worked with were absolutely awesome people. Yeah. And a lot of them, and there's like, they've always been huge supporters of this and they, and they were huge supporters of just me starting a brewery. Like they knew everything that I've gone into it. So, um, but it was just like super corporate. I was like, this is not for me, but it's a job where I can help pay my bills and mm-hmm. get by and everything like that. So um, then I was just like, all right, well, that's when I really stepped into high gear. And then I started entering um, like homebrew contests and winning them. And I'm, then- I'm thinking and of that winning. commercial. There's a commercial right now where uh, it shows uh, the husband and wife at their bakery, much like you at your brewery now. And they're sending out like their their first order of over a million cookies and they keep yeah. engineering the commercial down to the two of them, like sitting le- leaning on the table, looking at this blender saying, we don't even bake. Right. So I feel <laughs> like there, there's a little bit of the truth in that for you where, you know, yeah. the wife gets you this home brew kit, you're doing it. Yeah. You're, you're noticing, well, these flavors are getting better. I think I'm nailing this. Yeah. But then you've got to get to, and I don't know how you celebrate this. And I know this happens to people with social media. You know, you've arrived when the first person, shits on your beer when you first get your first <laughs> your first thumbs down because you've now you oh, yeah. know you've Haters gone outside are... of the comforts yeah. of your friends right yeah 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 so that was the whole point of doing these um these homebrew contests is that mm. it was like yeah of course like 
my dad and my brother are going to be like, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, well, is it? I don't know. Like, you know, I knew, I knew if, if a beer was good or not, you know, yeah. but I would still bottle it or whatever. Sure. But then I was like, all right, well, if I'm really going to test my, you know, test the waters here and see mm. what the deal is. So I entered a, like a local homebrew contest at like a, at like a, at a homebrew shop. And uh, I entered two beers and it wasn't even like I stacked the line. Like I was like, Oh, my friends come on and vote for yeah. me. Yeah, you yeah. know, I was like, I'm going to go. I don't know. Like it was just, just like me. me and my wife, me and my wife and two of my friends. And we, I bring my bottles and we start pouring. I brought two beers. I brought resignation, which is my IPA yeah. that we still serve here. And I brought like a dark beer. I forget what it was like a, I don't even know coffee porter or something yep. like that yeah and i ended up winning uh best overall best ipa best dark beer <laughs> wow swept nice. the comp i'm like oh crap like holy shit like this is a holy you yeah, know my wife, real now. my wife yeah. looks at me she's like you know like she like she knew the whole time and then so that but i was like a competition of like 25 people not mm -hmm. even actually it was probably like 15 people and then the, I was there and uh, another guy was like, Hey, you should do worthy fest. It's this big beer fest that I'm like, what is it? Like I never heard it. Cause I was like new to the area. Like yeah. you haven't heard of worthy fest. I'm like, no, nah, I have no fucking clue what that is. Like kind of pump breaks. And uh, so worthy fest is this big beer fest that they do in downtown Springfield. They shut down Worthington street. Oh. Which it's called worthy. Yeah. It's a, it's one of the coolest beer fests because they have a tent that's full of commercial breweries. There's like mm. 35 commercial breweries. And then there's another tent full of 20 to 25 home brewers. And when you walk in the door, you get a cup, your sample cup with two wooden tokens. And they're like from 12 to two, you walk around the homebrew tent, tasting the beers. If you like the beer, you drop a token in. Yeah. And then we announce like the winner or whatever. Yeah. And the previous two winners had gone on to open up breweries. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know, here we go. I show up, I show up, like everybody's got like keg system, like, uh, like tap systems, all this fancy shit. I'm like, here's my two cases of bottles that I'm going to crack open and pour. You, you get know? some repurposed milk jugs. You're like, yeah, this is going to be like, great. Like, people are like, wow, you don't have a, you don't have CO2 or a draft system? I'm like, nah, I got these bottles. I got these homebrew bottles. <laughs> This is, I, I, am I in the wrong tent? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On? Everybody yeah. had a draft system except me. I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yep, yep. And uh, so we start, <laughs> opens up at noon. We start pouring. And I brought Resignation, which was like my signature IPA. And then uh, day goes on, two o'clock comes, the voting ends. And I'm like standing there with like my parents came. They're like, oh, we're going to come support you, Mac. This is That's great. Awesome. I love it. I don't really like IPAs, but anyway. So they come, and we, uh, they come and we're sitting there and they count the tokens and the guy, I knew the guy who was like running it. He, he's like, come here, like, what's up? And he's like, so you won. I'm like, what? That's <laughs> like, amazing. What? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, it was crazy. And so they, you know, they bring you up to this, uh, this place called Theodore's, which is right on, on Worthington street. And they announced mm -hmm. the winner. And, uh, so yeah i won that it was but that was the one where i was like holy shit like 600 people walk god damn it <laughs> <laughs> do a couple jumping jacks <laughs> anyway we've got so six, it's two maybe people. three more segments it's gonna be great yeah, yeah. yeah 600 people walk through that gate and uh 
and we got uh i don't know i don't even remember it was like 120 votes or something like that Good for in you. that range and uh that was the one where i was like holy shit i guess this is i yeah. guess we're we're putting something decent out where people yeah. are gonna drink it and not like my best friends or whatever so that was the point that was 2014 or 15 i think yeah that's uh, awesome yeah so so then from there so now you're you're still at the day job. Are you have you stepped away yet from that, or you just you know it's you know it's going horribly wrong? Eventually. I was still doing it. Yeah, I was still doing the day job, and that was one of the things where uh, it's so funny. Like you go, that was on a Saturday that beer fest. And you're like celebrating, and I, you know, and it's like the it's Father's Day weekend. It's a Saturday at Father's Day weekend, so I'm going crazy Saturday, hanging out Sunday with my son, and then I go back to like work on Monday. I'm like. Mur, mur, right. mur. Right, you know, yeah. like this sucks, you know. Um, so I'm still working the day job, and then at that point, I uh, I had a, a partner and uh, an older partner who is who is I split with. We just weren't gonna. It wasn't gonna work out between yeah. me and him. We just never yeah. saw it. I. We were gonna actually open up in Westfield. Oh, okay. It didn't work out, and he actually opened up his own brewery, and they're good. And we're on like good terms. We we talk. We you know we're really good. Um, but that's what that's what we we're gonna do. We we're gonna be in Westfield, yep. and uh, ended up splitting with him. I then approached my then uh, boss yes. at my day job. Your bo- so so Michael from Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best boss ever. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I approached him, and uh, he who he was like a huge craft beer drinker, and yeah. uh, and he already knew what I was doing with the, with the, with the brewery and stuff, and he was yep. a huge supporter because his the, so Pioneer Tool, the before they got bought out was his dad and his uncle who started oh, it. All right. So he knew of starting a company. He was like very much into uh, entrepreneurs and things like that. So, um. But he obviously sold Pioneer Tool to Blackhawk Industrial. But anyway, when I approached him, uh, it was like, I'm like, hey, I split with so-and-so. Uh, it was just, you know, kind of yeah. a bad situation or whatever. Yep. Something you'd be interested in. He's like, yes. Oh, wow, <laughs> like, all in. Immediately. Yeah. Um, and then it was, you know, and then we obviously went through the whole, um, you know, putting together operators agreements, things like that. Sure, sure finding a space it took us a while to find the space it all while this is all while i'm still working my day job sure trying to focus and not get fired from that yes <laughs> yeah because you're, you're you're trying to honor your commitment to that company but you're like i just want to go out and play right yeah i don't want to <laughs> i don't actually want to work here but <laughs> i gotta work here so um yeah so the whole time i'm doing that and uh and then eventually we found the spot here in West Springfield, and then um, oh great, somebody's calling me. Anyway, that's okay. The decline. Um, Hi, this is Babs. Do you make a hard <laughs> seltzer? Never stops, Timmy. It never stops. But um, yeah, so <laughs> found this space, and we started. This place used to be a tortellini factory. I love all of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> used to be a tortellini factory. It was uh, Angie's Tortellini's for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they moved to Westfield. And okay. then it, it was like another food processing plant after that. And then um, it laid dormant for like four years. And somebody bought it. And they they had like 
they were going to try and do a spice factory or something in here for like two years. Never worked out. So anyway, went back on the market and we we looked at it. The place was absolutely dope. I remember and, the pictures from day one. It would be you. Yeah. Like if you came in now, you'd be like, what the? Yeah, well, last time I was there, you didn't have the you didn't have the tasting room. You guys nope. had netted food. You have the patio now. Yeah, and food yeah, it's, trucks, it's wrestling. <laughs> the wrestling's yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, it's just wild how how the space. So we started. I want to say we closed on the space in April of 2018. Yep. We immediately started demo in May. Yeah. Of 2018, demoed all through the summer, and then got the brew room like the production facility like actual brew house up by october of 2018 and i brewed my first batch october 30th of 2018 and then day one of can sales was december 1st of 2018 so how'd that feel like what is that like crazy completely surreal and you banged out i mean i i remember watching online like you you were, you were having, back when you were just a little mom and pop shop, you yeah. would say, hey, this Saturday we're open from X to Y. Yeah. And you were banging out of stuff, right? Um, opening then- week, we had a, we had a line, opening day of can sales, we had a line. So we opened, I think, at noon. And there was a line at 1130. And then we sold out of 50, 60 cases of beer <laughs> by two. No, one thirty, two o'clock, um, opening day. It was insane. Yeah. So yeah, and then it just kind of continued throughout. There's this thing called line culture in beer, sure. <laughs> where okay. it's like a it's like a thing where people are like, oh, I'm in line, you know, like I'm gonna get this release, you know. So yeah. it just kind of sure. started. Ha- it started happening with us, and uh, yeah, so we started kind of selling out and as that was going on we were still building up the tap room because ultimately that was the end goal was to have a tap room we couldn't float this giant building on just can sales sure right. well and i and i know aaron and i were talking about this before we started unscripted and i'm sure and you're clearly over the hurdle you're sitting in your brewery you, you guys are are wildly successful at what point do you think do we just become the next microbrewery? Like what, what point of oversaturated for the marketplace did you struggle yeah. with? Should I do this? Am I, am I going to get to this island and burn my boats? And, and did you wrestle yeah. with that? And did, and did Megan say you might be nuts or was she all in once you won Worthy? Uh, she was all in. She was all in from day one. She really was. She, was, she always has been. Um, it was always just kind of on me. Mm. She was always pushing me to because I'm such a – if you know me or if you if you spend any time with me you'll know that i'm i'm not a downer i'm just like i'm the i suck at all this you know (laughs) this is the worst why are we even open we're gonna close tomorrow you know nobody's gonna come yeah Yeah, totally yeah nobody likes you yeah Yeah. opening weekend i'm like i don't know if anybody's gonna come and they're like hey mark go look outside i'm like oh i'm like throwing up my hand you know um so yeah, no, she was down since day one. And yeah, I mean, I guess it, it is the thing in oversaturation for sure. But um, ultimately the thing, like you, like you mentioned, like the wrestling on the patio and yeah. all these cool things, like stuff like that and having great beer, I think are ultimately the winning combo of being able to uh, kind of set yourself apart in, a, yeah. in an oversaturation sure. market. Sure. Cause find your tribe, right? Right. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a brewery. I don't know, like 
five miles away from us right here. Like, you know, and there's, and then just, just do a radius. There's breweries all around us. But I mean, the one good thing too about the brewing industry is that everybody's kind of in it together. Um, There's no real, like, we're not like competing against each other. We're all trying to kind of help each other out when it comes to certain things too. There's Um, enough business for everyone. I'm, you know, I mean, like as human beings, like, like there's enough food on this planet to feed everyone. We just right. need to figure out how to dispense it, right? Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> enough. Like, we live in a truly abundant world, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, you know, and it's like you try to create a, a great, um, you know, spot for everybody. Yeah. And you try to set yourself apart with your tap room and try to make it not so cookie cutter. And, um, you know, that's kind of the stuff that I think will set you apart. And that's what we always kind of strive for is to kind of just, we're not like, I mean, Timmy, you know me forever. Like uh, I'm not, you know, uh, like a, a, a straightforward kind of guy. I've always been kind of off, <laughs> off centered, I guess is a good word. I don't know. Um, and I'm able to kind of put that towards this, which is great. That's, it's not, I don't know. Like I've never wanted to just do the normal thing. I want to, I want it to be different. I want it to be maybe wild, maybe a little crazy. People sure. be like, what the hell are they doing now? <laughs> like, what well, are that, they doing? Are you crazy? That's what's so intriguing. When I saw, when I saw the patio get finished and, and I have yet to be there since you've opened the restaurant side. Last time right. I was there, it was, it was some pallets to the left. And I think I got a shirt for Janina, uh, a snapback for me, a glass and as much beer that was left. Right. Yeah. Um, we we're selling cans out of the front lobby. Yes, Which yes. Like where you walk in now. You gave me yeah. a tour of where the tasting room was yeah. going to be and all that stuff. Right. And I see online the food truck stuff you've done on the patio, the wrestling, and I, I, I'm probably wrong, correct me. Um, have you had a band yet? Because that's like oh, you yeah. created this canvas where you can have all the things you love sort of splash against that. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've no, done, you had, have done bands. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, we had music in the tap. That was uh, another thing that I was very adamant about is having, obviously. Is you just got to hire a better guitar tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't hire yeah. yourself. Do not let me set up your equipment. Their guitars sound <laughs> awful. It's all Mark's fault. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Luckily, everybody that we, we book uh, knows how to do all that stuff themselves. But yeah, um, it, it's funny. The, that was the one like more and i still remember to this day like i think it was the second maybe the second weekend we were open in the tap room like full tap mm. room floors and all that stuff and we had the first band on a, like a saturday mm. and uh, i just remember being like holy shit yeah tap room's open people are drinking my beer there's a band playing right now at your place yeah at my place yep fucking did it <laughs> yeah yeah we're good we're good like it so, was a, I like I had to like and my wife she'll tell you too like I kind of like snuck off to a corner and she's like you crying okay? yeah <laughs> you crying I'm like uh it's just a little it's a little emotional like it's it's crazy to think that two years prior to that I was brewing five gallons of beer on my back deck yeah and now there's this tap room is full yep there's a band playing and everybody's drinking the beer like yeah well, I, and that's, that's like the, the coolest wow. part of that is people were at your place that day that you've never met that will right. leave and rave about the opportunity they had to hang with their friends at this cool place. Yeah. Not, you know, our friend Mark, it's just, uh, no, it's called two weeks, two weeks notice. There was a midget in the corner. There were, throwing, <laughs> there, were there were wrestling, drinking. There was a band playing. The guitar sound awful, yeah. but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
all this stuff happening and, yeah. and they're, they're not there for you. They're there for the product you created. It's crazy. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. The brand, you know what I which, mean? It's like, which begs the question, were you good in science? Like when does the mad chemist come out? Well, that's what I was just going to ask. Like, and how are you curating these flavors? And yeah. I, right. I, I, we also I want you to talk about like, the artwork too. The artwork on the labels right. is, is second yeah, yeah, yeah. on. I love it. I didn't want yeah, I didn't want to get too like brewing technically, but, um, <laughs> Which I will. Well, I've got I my spoke. notebook. Yes. Hell everybody hell. will just, everybody will just glaze over. Glaze over but, uh, like nerd out yeah. on yeah. beer yeah. history. So yeah, I absolutely almost failed out of uh, high school because of chemistry. Oh, excellent. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's full um, circle. That's full circle, right? Like It's that's all like, about the teacher, man. It's all about the teacher. When am I ever going to use this chemistry stuff? I don't no, need no. this junk. When am I going to use this? Oh, every day. Every, every day. single day. Yeah. If we could every just day. get him to figure out the lights at his lab, <laughs> would be fine. Yeah. 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 Now I'm like, oh, how many parts per million was that? And people well, like, because it, it sounds yeah. like, it sounds like, and what's your partner's name, by the way? Derek Upson. Yeah. So De Derek sounds like he's more maybe back office with the books. That's more of his. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, business. He obviously yeah. understands the science, but I feel like you're probably driving that portion of the business yes no maybe yeah yeah he doesn't no he doesn't he doesn't really step foot in the brew house um it's all he's you know that that's my whole gig like that's the whole part of the partnership you know um so yeah it was just i don't know man it's brewing it's you start off like you get a kit and then you and then the more you start reading yeah the more you look into this uh whole science of it there's a whole thing with you know water chemistry and which is wild. Like my parents, same thing. They're like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> you hated school and now you're brewing. Now you're using chemistry all the time. Right. You know? uh, but it's, I think it's like, you just have to find that niche that like connects with you. Mm. And then you just, that's when you just dive in. And that's what I did with it. And yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot. The cool thing about, the best part about brewing is that it's, it's the, it's the, it's, Art and science meeting at That's, one. What I kept he thinking was like the creative aspect yeah. of it. And like, if we actually taught in schools, like brewing, like would kids be more into chemistry? Right. Like not just the yeah. beer aspect, but the creative part of it. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, it, absolutely. Do you have like fails? Do you, do you like try beer flavors that are just disgusting? Like what? <laughs> yeah, like how oh, creative I mean, are you about that? Yeah. Especially at first. Yeah. Like when Pumpkin I was over in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Pumpkin. Yeah. Hold on guys. <laughs> and the lights went out. <laughs> I said pumpkin spice and the lights went out. Yeah. Yeah. What well, I'm saying that shit's the worst. Anyway. Uh, no, I don't do any pumpkin beers here, bro. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> No, uh, I definitely dumped a few batches when I was homebrewing for sure. Sure. Uh, I have only dumped like three or four batches here. Uh, one was when I was brand new dealing with tanks that I didn't know how to clean. Yeah. The, okay. beer, the, the beer that I put in it tasted definitely infected. Oh. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. Never uh, thank you for not lips. serving that. I mean, with COVID yeah, no, now, no. everybody's immune system's way up though. They'll love it. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe I it's the cure, to... actually. Maybe you I should, started COVID. You know. yeah. yeah. Maybe you're. What do you call this one? Chillin' penicillin. It's gonna be good. Yeah. 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 
And then there was like two or three beers that I just didn't like think were up to snuff. Like that's, you know, that's ultimately the thing is, um, you know, you can put, you can put mediocre beers out and beers that are like, man, like, yeah, I guess it's passable. But when you put stuff out like that, I almost think it can, it can hurt you more in the long yeah. run when you're not putting your best foot forward. Sure. Um, Cause there's, there's beers. And even now to this day, there's still beers that I'll like drink from the tank and be like, ah, this beer sucks. And everybody's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like this beer is awesome. You know? So there's also a, a fine line of like, being really hard on yourself um you know because in your brain you're like oh i wanted this certain flavor profile and it's not that so it sucks but it doesn't like somebody else is like i don't know you know they don't know what the flavor profile you're looking for yeah so if you put it out there like this is an amazing ipa i'm like oh cool like it's on untapped like four stars i'm like oh shit okay i guess we'll keep doing it (laughs) (laughs) you know so yeah but it didn't match it didn't match like that vision right like yeah Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, that's like sure. the perfectionist of the creator. Yeah, and I think that I think you ultimately have to, um, you have to be hard on yourself. You have to definitely try and put your your best foot forward as far as that goes, because you know that's that's the product. So like that's that's what makes us money. And I, you know, and especially now, like we were talking about, like the oversaturation, the you know, untapped and social media and and people like people post pictures of beers and tell you what they think and all this like every people beer drinkers are very very smart now you know and yeah and they um there's so much beer out there and they're drinking so much of it and especially hoppy beers and ipas and things like that so um people are very smart about it and so you have to really that's the stuff that's going to make or break a lot of these breweries is that, you know, the beer is, is got to be top number, you know, it's got to be the best you can put out because otherwise people are just going to crap on it. And next thing you know, you'll be closing up your doors and things yeah. like that. So it's, 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 to me, it's always been focus. Number one is the beer and then yeah. everything else will fall in line. So, um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the hardest on my beers. Sure more than anybody for sure yeah when when covid hits like how does that how does that directly affect you i mean ob- obviously you guys most likely had to shut down were you able to even do door pickup for cans so uh the cool thing about that um patio we we're talking about it actually has mm. an alleyway that drives through it so we did oh. a drive through love it we did, yeah we did drive through can sales and uh and it, we actually did very well uh, people loved it to the point where when we're like, aren't like in May, we're like, we can finally open the tap room, guys, get ready. And people are like, what about the drive through? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home. I haven't like showered in weeks. Yeah. I'm like, that's our patio. Like, you can't drive through that anymore, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we did. So it did pretty well. Uh, and the cool thing about it was, so we were already um, thinking about doing, putting the kitchen in. Yeah. And uh, so when that hit, the timing was perfect. So we started build out on the kitchen and, and thank God we did because we wouldn't have been able to open as early once all the restrictions came out. Um, like we, like they allowed food trucks, mm. but eventually they were like, no, you need not, especially now when somebody walks through that door, our servers are like, you know, the deal with the food, right? And they're like, what? And like you have to order food first and then we'll get you your beers. So uh, yeah. luckily that's all part of governor baker's you know restrictions so luckily 
we're, we're very fortunate to put we have put that kitchen in because otherwise we would be we'd just be doing drive through. And I have some sure. friends that are in the industry that are still that have smaller tap rooms, and they're yeah. like they're just doing to go cans. And I don't know, I don't know how long they can sustain it. Um, right. So it's tough. It's it's like really, it's really it's a scary time for sure for breweries. Sure. And like, there's definitely days where I'm like, should we just go back to drive through? Like, because people, not everybody's coming back out to tap rooms yet. Right. Yeah. Um, and we're we're like over and above as far as like sanitation and our servers. Like we yeah. we have flags for people to put up when they want a beer, and our servers go out, get the order, and go back in and come back out. We sure. wipe everything down. And yep. We go above and beyond. Like everybody has to be seated first. You can't just walk in and grab a seat. Yep. So um, we go above and beyond what we have to do. But people are still nervous. I'm sure. I mean, I get yeah. it. Yep. I'm not. I don't like. You know, I'm not like mad about it. It's just like it's a scary time because there's a lot of people who there's a lot of breweries that probably aren't going to last through this. And um, you know, I think we will. Yeah. It's just like. I don't know how long it's going to be. No, that's the thing is nobody knows. Like everybody yeah. talking to the industry, everybody in the industry is like, if we had a compass for this, we would yeah. share it with everybody, but nobody knows what the hell's going on yet. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's day by day at this point, you know? Yeah. I think that's true for most businesses, but specifically in the food and beverage industry, yeah. for sure, you know, yeah. you're really feeling it because, um, you know, I have some friends that owned restaurants as well and, and, you know, when can they fill their, even just fill their, their rooms to capacity, yeah. right? Um, you know, just wanting to have, you know, you're working at half staff, right? Yep. Or half, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we can't, that's the thing is like, so we got, we got all, yeah, and, and the other thing is, is the money that has to be put forward by a lot right. of these places to be COVID, you know, Friendly, safe right. like yeah. we we got all brand new tables for the tap room like because we originally just had um like picnic tables yeah which you can't really clean and sanitize so yeah we got brand new like tables that have lacquer on them so we can wipe them down and everything right. like that so you're talking you know thousands of dollars being put forward to be able to just open your doors and then you can't even be at full capacity because everybody has to be seated right so you can right. only seat so many people so when we look at sales we're like okay well good weekend but definitely you know then you compare it to last year at the same time period and you're like oh well, we're definitely not where where we were last year but it's definitely different reasons. yes yeah, yeah for obvious reasons right so you gotta kind of every like the biggest word i use a lot now is pivot like you're pivoting sure constantly yeah. like yeah. trying to figure out ways to make money and make sure your staff is making money and right. just trying to fill the place. So, you know, as much as you can sure. and turn, and turn tables over as fast as you can to make as much money, but it's, you know, every day is, is a challenge for sure. Yeah. It's gotta be a huge source of pride for you and anxiety. I was going to ask you, what is your current employee headcount and how much did that change? Uh, so At we, it didn't change. Luckily we never, we didn't. So we got the PPE, uh, and we were able to keep staff on and Good pay thing. them through yeah. COVID. Um, and then obviously they all stayed on. So we have, so as far as taproom staff, we have five, five employees in the taproom who rotate pretty much every, you know, every, so yep. we're open Wednesday through Sunday. Yep. Um, there's like Wednesday, for example, today, we just have one person on. It's not really super busy. Yep. Uh, the only day we have two people on is Friday, Saturday. 
because it's busier. But, um, and then I have uh, an assistant that works with me in the brew house. He stayed on. And then we have uh, three that work in packaging. So the canning line that, okay. that can. So it's a decent amount. It's, it's still and they're all, they're part-time. They're not full-time. Okay. Or, okay. Uh, I'm the only full-time employee. Uh, but even I, like I'm not, I don't take payment all the time. Cause I'm like, well, that's, that's part of being uh, an owner, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. next time the yeah. lights go off, if you want to leave them off, we completely understand, you know? Yeah. It's all right. Everybody's going to do, everybody's going to do their part. <laughs> hey, uh, got to ask you about the art on the cans. Uh, who's yeah. behind that? I don't know if you have a can there. Uh, obviously we'll, we'll, uh, we'll point people in direction of, uh, of your website. So they can, yeah, get me, get us a can. We're staring this, at it. This is twofold, chair. by the way. He's also triggering the lights to stay on for another 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got it's... another 10 minutes, guys. We're good. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know if you can nope, see it. But... There you go. All right, what's casual Friday? Yes. Nice. Yeah. So that's me at a table. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so that's. <laughs> it is, though. That's you and your, at your old job. Yeah. You right. and your old job. So that's basically like a caricature of Eric, who is my can artist. Uh, Eric Clark, he is, um, I met him because of my wife and my brother-in-law. They knew him uh, way back in the day. And he's, uh, he's, he lives, I don't know where he lives, but he's a teacher. He's an art teacher. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. His kid's art in Connecticut. And uh, yeah, he, we were talking about before we even opened this place, we we're like, all right, let's, uh, you know, we definitely want to can beer. Let's, we want our labels to stand out. Right. You know, uh, be weird and crazy. And, uh, my brother-in-law was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta check out this dude, Eric Clark. He's amazing. He's done like posters for my dirt bike races and shit. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. Get in contact with him. He comes to the brewery, brings his portfolio. And I'm like, done you didn't even have to like go hunting no and he's awesome like he's so, he's so like i'll just be like hey dude here's a here's a name of a beer that we're doing yeah and uh, he's like you got any idea what you're thinking for a label i'm like not really like go for it you know and he'll be like just come back with like the first draft i'm like perfect you know like yeah. he nails it every time like he doesn't very rarely I'm, I'm like, nah, dude, this isn't going to work. You know? Is he responsible <laughs> for the logo too, the company logo? Logo was kind of, um, uh, it was like a joint effort between me and actually Steph, my old guitar player from yeah. one of my bands who I was still playing music actually when I first like really started doing two weeks sure. notice. Sure. Um, I was like, I think it should be like a symbol or like a stamp. Like it should be yeah. a stamp yeah. or something yeah. like it sticks out and, she, and obviously it was two weeks. So she's like, you know, we're like, what about like a Roman numeral two? And then she took the two and then put the hops and then it yeah. just kind of fell in the place. There. Yeah. yeah. So how many but different yeah. beers right now? We got 12 beers on tap right now, wow. but, uh, cans, shit, they rotate. I mean, <laughs> a bunch. I do a lot. Yeah. You don't like, even do know. This, no, this is it's a very well, organized we, operation you've got going on, Mark. Oh my God. I'm an <laughs> Who's in charge? I've got a lot of beer and it's like a bunch of different flavors. We're like, we're so like, that's and a lot of untuned guitars. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, we're freelance here. <laughs> like, we've done, like, we do a lot of, like, one, like, and it's a lot of, like, I don't know, spitballing with, like, my assistant. We'll be like, oh, we should do a beer for Fourth of July, and we'll call it America, and we'll, like. Yeah, yeah which you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, it's, like, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so, and then we just, then I'll go to the can and be like, here's what we're thinking, and then it's, like, a yeah. one-off beer, and so, I don't know, man. It's, like, it's always, we have, like, the core, like, five or six beers that are like core beers that get brewed pretty yeah. often. Yeah. And then and there's those, like I mean, kind of thematically, those are very office based. You have the, have you tried restarting it? Yeah. 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 Casual Friday, fake Saturday, yeah. well, that's not the office name, but yeah, resignation. Yep. Uh, what else? I don't know. Yeah. There's a few of them. Uh, performance review. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Severance, so good. severance package is our sour. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on. So, what's your favorite? And I know this is like asking a father who's his favorite child. It is. Which, which it really one's your, is. Which one's your favorite? We won't tell. Um. So I love. It's it's all it always comes down to the brew day and like how shitty it is. <laughs> uh, Fake Saturday is a session that I I love brewing because it's a wicked easy beer to brew and I just love the beer itself. It's like my baby. Yeah. Uh, resignation is always like the. You know the the one that kind of is special to me because it's uh the one that won the homebrew contest yeah. and things like that. So you know it's I don't know. There's but fake Saturday is like my favorite to drink. Resignation is the one that like I feel the proudest of for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It launched you guys, right? It did. It's the one that like really launched us. Yeah, for that's sure. That's awesome. So as we let you go, thank you so much. I appreciate you yeah, resetting your you. lights a few times. Um, <laughs> Give us, give us the, give us the straight dope on like what, what is, what's coming up for you guys insofar as events that you can have. Is there something on the calendar we should know about? Um, we're doing that. Some, what are the hours? Yeah, we're getting back to some music once a week. Oh crap! Hold on. We're getting back to music. <laughs> That's uh, the band con. Yeah. Yep. Music once a week, and then uh, no, we're not really doing. We're just kind of forging ahead and doing what we can. Um, and then yeah, we're Wednesday. Wednesday is uh, four to eight. Wednesday, Thursday, four to eight. Friday is four to nine. Saturday is one to nine, and Sunday one to five. So, so if if, if we're down there for Sunday, there is uh, is it a light light food so you don't get arrested by the governor, or is it correct? Is it, yeah, okay. So so it's 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 passable food, passable plates, beer on yeah. tap, and I can watch the Patriots if I want to. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so it's uh yeah, you can we have smaller stuff like, you know, four dollar plates. Mm. So you don't have to like that's what that's what we were like, let's just do something easy enough where somebody could just like I don't know, get like a bowl of chili for three bucks or whatever, you know, right, so they right. can just drink some beers. Cause some people yeah. that's what we were worried about is people being like They're politely ordering food to get their beer. Yeah. <laughs> I was so worried about people like, You shit me, I didn't order food, you know uh but everybody's actually i only want to come in for the beer yeah yeah everybody surprisingly has been cool about it so um awesome. dude that place yeah. is huge yeah we're in the brewery right now man. that is unbelievable oh there's oh there's somebody roaming oh, about that's all the chemistry yeah, yeah that's all the chemistry right there the, the, uh, i just filled this guy today uh, that's where you were okay Unbelievable. 
Yeah, so like every board high school student in chemistry should just check out home brewing and yes. like we could solve the dropout problem. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you could be a brewer. If they rename chemistry and physics to weed and, and micro brew, they'd be like, I'm in. Yeah. I would have done, done it day one. I would have done it day one. <laughs> I didn't do it, though. No. Mark Avery, thank you so much for joining us. Two weeks notice brewing. We're going to put the links uh, in the description. Uh, please swing thank by you. West Springfield, Massachusetts. A phenomenal operation. Great beer and food and wrestling and multitudes of untuned guitars. Yeah. <laughs> Tip your server and ask for Mark on the way out. Mark and Mark. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. Thank you, brother. Thank you. See you guys. See ya.